They're ready. I said ready. All right. Yes, we are live. Did. We're live now. So uh, all right. go ahead and go ahead and make it do what it do, man. All right. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, let me know when you are uh, ready and we will uh, we'll do the thing. Make it happen, Captain. Full of cliches tonight. All right. I'm re- oh, I heard, you. <laughs> I heard you twice. There you go. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Shut up and sit down. Boom. It's a very violent intro. I kind of like it. <laughs> of course, I mean we're we both are uh, at our core have violent tendencies. I think so. Sir, we don't act it out, but it's there. Anyways, so, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Open Dharma. This is the Dharma time hour. I guess it's kind of late, not normal time for us, but it's the Dharma time hour. He is always the one and only dope doctor, and I am sometimes the Dharma guy. Every now and then, <laughs> I was meditating. Right. Anyways, this is Dharma Time. Normally, you'll catch us on Tuesdays, 1 o'clock, our time Eastern. However, today was a little bit different. Had to push things back a little bit. So uh, either way, we're here. If you'd like very to watch us live at any point. But, <laughs> I said it's very uh, interesting. It's a little later. That's it is. Cool. It's much later. It was weird, too, because when I came in, the whole room was like dark. So these little lights are like much more potent than normal. Um, anyways, uh, as always, if you want to watch us live and comment and participate in said discussion, you could do so on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or Twitch Live under Dope and Dharma. If you want to listen to it at your leisure when you're working out, driving, or doing whatever, you can do that on any of your major podcasting platforms under Dope and Dharma. And as always, if you'd like to follow us, he is at the Dope Doctor and I'm at the Dharma Guy. Anyways, all right. So the Twitchers are interesting. It's it's interesting how the, the Twitchers join us. <laughs> the Twitchers, is that what they're called? Is that, what, is that what the kids are calling them these days? I don't know. The do they, do they, I, that's what the old people are calling the kids. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the they're really called. <laughs> yeah. They have um, Twitchers? I, I, I don't know. If, if anybody's watching on Twitch at the moment, can you reply? Are, are you a Twitcher? Is that what you prefer to be called? Um, anyways, so today's topic, man. Um, uh, I don't know what here called. it is. Anybody who's married is probably really well-versed in this particular uh, notion, if you will. Um, oh and it's one that, that I, I'm trying to teach my kids, my son in particular. I'm trying to get him to understand that one. Uh, intrinsically, my daughter seems to be a little bit better at it. So I'm not sure if it's a gender issue, like it's male, female. or Yeah, I know. I only said that there was two of them. Get over it. Um, I'm not sure if it's a male, female thing or if it's this. But my daughter, like, inherently is just better at it intrinsically. And my son, man. <laughs> And he is not, he has to like respond to everything, right? And so for those of you who are just listening, can't see the screen right now, uh, the topic today is pick your battles, pick your battles. And so what that means to me is in life, you're going to stumble across many things that you don't like, or that rub you the wrong way, or things that you feel need to be addressed. Uh, even some things that you, you want to fight over. Right. Um, and, and I think that the art form there is, Knowing kind of when when to to take a stand and when not, right? I, I think the serenity prayer is probably a pretty good one in this particular instance. Um, you know the the was it the the knowledge God to know that, or, yeah, 
the serenity to you know deal with the things that you could change, uh, accept the ones you can't, know the, the difference. Change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, uh, and, and what I what that means to me is basically surveying the situation, deciding is it really worth getting you know all worked up about and causing like problems, or is it something that I can kind of just understand, accept, and move on with my day. Uh, and, and I think that is an art form, you know, and I think the younger we are, the easier it is and the more inclined we are to, to, to fight every fight. Uh, like my son right now, a perfect example. My son uh, is serving like this, they call it pass. It's like an in-school suspension type thing. <clears throat> he got it because uh, uh, the kids in school were, were making fun of him. And I'm going to call it bullying well, I did when they called me on the phone because I wanted to make sure I stuck it to him. So I used the word bullying. But uh, with the same stupid, tired thing that they had when I was a kid, our initials are TP. So do the math, like toilet paper, like, right? That's that same stupid jokes. Like, in over 40 years, they haven't gotten any better. But uh, for whatever reason, he couldn't let that roll off his back. And so he started going off on this kid and told him to stop, whatever, started to chase him. The kid fell. Claims Trinity pushed him, um, which maybe he did. He, you, were, you were making fun of him bullying. You know, what do you think is going to happen? Either way, it got me to thinking, my son in particular, he, I've had this conversation, I don't know how many times, about like you can't let every single thing somebody says to you kind of get into your skin. And like the Joe Pesci's of the world, right? <laughs> Are you talking to me? Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. Like I said, I want to talk about that today, man. And, and you and I both being older, wiser, and married, I think we're probably really good at knowing when to pick our battles, right? What do you think? Oh, you're frozen. I think I keep freezing up. Yeah, you do keep freezing, but that's okay. I think your your yeah. your internet doesn't like the I time think, frame that we're doing this. In. I think uh, I need to pick a battle with my. <laughs> yeah, I need to pick a battle with my internet provider. That would be a battle <laughs> worth fighting. It's horrible. Yeah, that is bad. You're all pixelated and stuff today too, but that's okay. It's bad. It's horrible. For those boys, it always happens. It always happens in the evening, yeah. especially. Yeah. Well, it's prime time. I'm pretty sure they throttle it back. But, um. Anyway, so what, what are your thoughts about picking your battles, man? Like, what what comes to mind? Well, I mean, hopefully, I'm I'm just gonna speak, and then if I'm frozen, I'm frozen. If I'm not, I'm not. But, um, sure. What I'm gonna say is that unfortunately. You know, we feel like anytime we're attacked, it's a good time. To, uh, you know, uh, nobody likes to feel lesser than. Nobody likes to feel attacked. Nobody likes to feel picked on. Nobody likes to feel slighted in any way. Right. And so when you are any of these things, um, you, you feel that you are justified in whatever your response is, no matter how inappropriate your response is, no matter how, um, I guess, unequal your responses. I tend to do unequal responses. At least that's what my wife says. She <laughs> says that I do unequal responses. So, so she says, you know, you, the, the, she understands that she may do things one way, but when I respond, it's overkill. And, and I don't feel like it is. I feel like, well, at some point someone has to win if we're going to play this game. Right. And, and so <laughs> I, 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 I look at it like a competition, <laughs> you know, let's end the, the sooner we can end this, the sooner I can get back to Sports Center or whatever the hell I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, why am I gonna, you know, choose to battle longer? I want, I want, I want to cut this short. <laughs> no, um, sure, 
<laughs> you know, it's a hard lesson. Uh, you know, when you're when you're when you're younger, learning these kinds of things, it's really difficult. All, all seriousness in this, and it, it's it's a uh, uh, again because we are so raw, we are so insecure, we are so uh, unknowing about being insecure. We don't know anything about insecurity. We just are, and so yeah. when when you have something uh, like insecurity going on inside you, yet you don't know you have it. Uh, it makes it very difficult to to know the difference between a, a justified battle and uh, one that is based or rooted in. Oh, Therefore, uh, the responses come out lopsided. Yeah, I, I'd I agree with that. For you're, you're freezing. My, yeah, you're your point, huh? Yeah, you're super choppy, but I got the point. Um. No, I would I would agree with that, man. I, I think, um, you know, as I've gotten older, it's been easier. And I think part of what you're getting at is is the reason why, and that is I've become less insecure about things as I've gotten older, right? Like, you know, when you're younger, you, you still are trying to promote almost, right? You're still trying to, like, prove to everybody that you're worthy of love or respect or whatever you want to label it. Whereas when you get older, especially if you're married and stuff already, in theory, right. you've reached a point where you're pretty secure in all those things, and therefore, uh, you know your your armor is more intact when somebody else is trying to, uh, you know, quote unquote, attack you. And that's the other thing too, right? Like you said earlier about feeling attacked. Um, I feel less attacked now as I'm older. It doesn't mean people are saying anything less or more or whatever, but for me, I when I was younger, the quote unquote battles, I looked at them as attacks. I looked at them as you're attacking me, you're doing your thing. And as I've gotten older, and especially into spirituality, uh, it's not personal, right? Like I used to take it personal, but now it's not. As I've gotten older, I realize what you're saying and how you're doing says more about you than it does me. It says more about the state of mind you're in and how you're approaching things. It doesn't necessarily mean you, you don't have a point if you have a legitimate gripe against me. But if you're attacking and going crazy, like that's not a me thing. That's a you thing. Like you're dealing with something right now and it's spilled out onto me. Um, and, and so as I've gotten older, uh, um, I've kind of wrapped my head around that in a, in a much easier way. So now if somebody's kind of going off, my first instinct isn't to fight back. Sometimes my first instinct is like, Whoa, like, what are you going through right now? You know, uh, um, that doesn't mean, you know, if I'm walking outside and someone comes up and like pushes me, I'm going to be like, Hey, what are you going through right now? No, I mean. <laughs> but I'm talking more of like verbally, you know what I mean? And emotionally with our friends, our family, our loved ones, our coworkers, you know, people who maybe we just find ourselves interacting with on that level quite frequently. Um, that's when I would say you got to stop and look back and realize it's not really personal, man. It's, it's they're going through something at the moment, you know, maybe uh, outside of that particular dynamic or maybe even within that dynamic and their little buttons are being pushed and they're being triggered right now. So they're lashing out has nothing to do with you. In other words, anybody can be in that position pushing those same buttons and they would respond the same. Right. Right. You know, and, and what I would say is like, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are, that are broken up or have gone through breakups. Right. Sure. And, and I, I am. I guess I'm a little. Uh, I don't know. I, I, how would you say it? I, I don't have all the knowledge of what that's like. I see. I never have gone through that, and right. so I've always felt like, oh God, it looks so horrible. It sounds so horrible. When you hear <laughs> other people talk about it, it just sounds like ridiculously painful. Yeah, I've and never I've, really had to deal I've, with it either. 
I've never been in a breakup. I've never been dumped. And so I feel like I'm riding this wave of, of, of lucky that I don't want to get off of. Yet I still, Trinity, even, even I still pick the wrong battle sometimes and push the envelope. So it, it's, oh, it's yeah. like, you know, there's a, there's a level of overconfidence in your situation, I think, that also plays into this. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. And some of us have this level of overconfidence that I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to lose this person. I'm not going to, you know, get arrested. Whatever whatever your deal is, you know, and I've always suffered that. I've always suffered that that ideology. I've never had the paranoia of, of, of loss, right? Uh, because I've never experienced that uh, like that. So, so um it's it, it, it's a, um, a learning thing that I had to just learn differently. So it didn't come out of, you know, experiencing before. Therefore, I learned how to back off a little bit right. or, or respect a little bit. I've, I've learned it through all of you out there, to be honest with you. You know, I've, I've counseled people now, what, for 30 years now? And when I hear these things, I'm like, ah, I've done some of that. So maybe I need to back <laughs> off a little bit. You know, I, I've, I've committed that violation. So maybe I need to be a little bit more respectful. I mean, I don't mean to learn the lesson that way, but it just so, you know, I, I'm a good student of life. And, and I would encourage everyone to be a better student of life rather than just your circumstances. Because if you have to live through every circumstance in order to get the lesson, you might get hit by the train and then you learn that trains hurt. You know what I mean? I mean, that's not the way I want to, it's not the way I want to learn the lesson, right? I just want to know that, uh, yeah, jumping off a 10 story building can kill you. I don't need to jump off a 10 story building. Exactly. Well, guess what? I can want, I can, I can learn from some of you by, by you guys sharing your honesty about your involvement or your participation in a bad situation that helps the rest of us. You know, right. but it doesn't help the rest of us if if all you do is talk about how you're a victim and you go out there saying you're a victim. And then I just hang out with you and go, yeah, you're a victim and then just support that. Well, then I learn nothing from it. And then I'm going to go commit my own, you know, right. false victimness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I um, I Interesting. Um, I, I would have thought we shared more of that in common, actually. Like, my arrival to it was slightly different. My arrival was. um. I, I was so excellent or still am excellent at disconnecting. So yes, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. right? uh, no, I was just excellent at disconnecting. Right. And so my problem was always like, I legitimately didn't care. So it was easy to like hurt and do whatever. Right. Like I wanted to pick the battle. Like I wanted to go for the throat, you know? And, and what I had to learn is like with my wife, for instance, I, I don't need to attack. <laughs> like, I don't need to annihilate. Like, I don't need to. That you know, doesn't mean I don't still sometimes choose to. Like you said earlier, the difference now where I'm at in my life is when I pick a battle, I typically know I'm doing it. Right. Like, and that's that. I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I know what I've got to do and say is not very skillful, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I yeah. know it's wrong. And which sucks because that's typically the ones yeah. where I have to come afterwards and be like, ah, dude, I'm I'm sorry, I was wrong earlier. But in the moment, though, oh, you do that, care. you do that. Um, Wait, you do that? Yeah, yeah. If I have to, absolutely. If if I was wrong, like if I was oh, way too harsh, I'll I'll say, look, look, man, I was that was that was a bit much. You know, I apologize for that. I shouldn't have done that. Um, I'll do it I, at the moment. I didn't say very. I didn't say all the time. I just because there's are there are sometimes we're like nope. I know exactly what I said and I meant every word of it. You know because like right. that's what I have in my arsenal and that's what I used. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to learn to 
to not look at every situation as me going into battle against some no no faced enemy. I had to learn like no, like that's supposed to be somebody I love and care about. This is a temporary disagreement. I don't need to like pull out a nuclear weapon right now. Um, and and so for me that that was that was something I had to learn. And I, I think spirituality, of course, helped with that. Getting married, help with that. Having kids, help with that. You know, because my kids, man, kids kids can be kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. Right, and right. so when one of my kids is kind of being difficult, I can't like just like go off and just. I mean, I can scar right, life, right. you know. So I, I had to like, all right, man. In my head, I had to have a conversation of like, okay, you know, he's right. struggling right now. He's going. All right, buddy. Let me let, let's let's re let's reevaluate this discussion. You know, I, I can't just go off on him. And so I that was the approach I had to take was in picking battles. Was I had to learn how to be connected to people? I guess if that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, Trinity, you did hit up on that. In in I do relate to that because I'm not. You know, I'm not fully there either. You know, as a military brat, we move around a lot, so yeah, yeah. you're always disconnecting. You know, so I'm going to give that a lot of the reason I probably have always disconnected very easily. Uh, you always have friends for a year or two or three, and, and then you, you leave. And you're always the new kid. You're always reinventing the situation, right? <laughs> um, so that's that's nothing new. But at the same time, you see pain in people, and I don't want to experience that pain. So they, that got turned off a long time ago. I don't want to experience right. certain pain. And, and so... Um, you know, I got some questions for you about this, though. So, so, do you always know when you're you're using nuclear weapons? Because what I found is this that that the people are different. So, like, what's a nuclear weapon to one person, you know, to another person that's just standard. And then, like, your 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 slingshot is a nuclear weapon to them, and it, and that's what shocks me. Like, when my daughter yeah. when my daughter defends my wife sometimes while we're just like joking around, I'll look at her like, wait, you pick that that. That's what you think is aggressive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, now I get, I get, I, I lose right. my perspective on on levels sometimes when other when I listen to other people define levels yeah. of 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 imperfection or aggression or battling. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I would say, uh, yeah, actually, I, I would say that for me, um, ordinarily, I'm pretty good about a a, a baseline. You know, and I'll skirt the edges sometimes of like what's acceptable, what's not. In other words, there are there's been many a times where I know like, oh, what I'm getting ready to say is just not going to go over well. Um, but I think the ones where I struggle the most in right now, and, and maybe it's only because I'm I'm aware of it, right? Like maybe I'm pissing off strangers and I'm not aware of it because I'm not as in tune because I don't really know if I care as much. To whereas like the the area that I notice the most is my kids, right? Like because they're little i'm very aware of the fact that the things that i say to them has a lot more weight than i ever will understand um especially my daughter right like my daughter her like number one fear is to disappoint dad right and so i i know that when i speak to her my my words have weight that might not be intended and so therefore i do my best to try to pick my battles uh i err on the side of caution right there's been times where where maybe a situation will arise and at the moment I'll feel like, hey, this is a teaching moment. I need to drill this message in. Yeah. And then when it's afterwards, I can feel the vibe in the air that, okay, that didn't land the way I intended it, right? Like <laughs> I, I intended it to be a teaching moment and it came off more of as a, like a lecture finger wagging. And so that's, those are the moments where I'll probably pull to the side and say, hey, baby, just, you know, and I'll, 
in a much more calm way, I'll try to explain what it was I was trying to teach because I could feel because of the tone, I can feel I came off maybe a little bit more overzealous than what I intended. Right. And so, and maybe it's because I care more. So maybe I'm always doing it to everybody, but I only care about certain people, right. I guess. Right. But uh, for the most part, I genuinely think that I'm pretty good in the moment realizing, Hey, I'm going too far at the moment. Right. Very rarely at this point in my life. Now I haven't always been that way, but very rarely at this point in my life, do I feel out of control? Do I feel like I did something and either right afterwards or several hours later, I'm like, Ooh, what did I do? No, like, I'm usually like pretty aware. Like, but at the same token, it does take me a while to get to that point too, though. Like, if I'm pulling out nuclear weapons, bro, like you, you, you pushed. Yeah, but see, I'm okay with someone pointing out that I pull out nuclear weapons when I intended that. I right. see. Here's what I take an issue with, Trinity. I, there was a time, a moment in time, where I always walk around in uniform, meaning I was always ready for battle. You know, like sure. like you know how Fidel Castro, even right. at 80 years old, was wearing oh, yeah. a uniform. Oh, yeah. You know that that you know. So so when you're wearing a uniform, oh, yeah. you're saying I'm a soldier, I'm fighting. You know, year old me was always right. in uniform. You're in uniform, oh, yeah. right? So I find it weird when I get talked to as if I'm in uniform when I'm in flip flops and shorts. And I'm like, no, yeah. wait, no, yeah. that was a, that was a joke. And it's like, well, I don't find that funny. And it's like, uh, okay, I could take, I can do I need to bring that. up Q? <laughs> <laughs> that little punk, you know, I wish, I wish I was wearing uniform that day, you know, the whole time. So at least I could say Q, you're right. <laughs> you know, yeah. but no, we had to actually go put our uniform on. Yeah. <laughs> and then go well that one caught us both off guard because that's yeah. an example of like i really didn't think that he was upset with that and for those of you who, who are right who haven't watched our shows for a while and don't know right. what we're talking about uh there was a young man who uh, uh we went to we were, we were looking at different studios before we opened our own and we found a place that we thought was really well done like right. the acoustics everything was just so well done so it was perfect except for q yeah and so we brought <laughs> up we were talking to this person who did it and and we lovingly referred to him as Q because for those of you who don't know Q is 007's guy who did all these gadgets and is just brilliant. Right. And so we were like in awe of what this kid was able to accomplish. So we referred right. to him as Q as a nickname, and he mentioned to us he didn't like it, and we both thought he was joking because <laughs> it's such an innocuous. It's like a compliment for real, and he really didn't like it, and he took it to another level and got really offended and tried to start some drama with us. But that was an example of neither one of us really understood that that was like a negative thing to him. And he took it to a whole nother level. And right. I, full disclosure, I did bail. I let you handle yeah, it because yeah. I'm going to be honest you, with you. You left, you left me, you left me in that one. In that moment, he was pulling out my inner bully and I knew I was going to take things to another. I was like, Oh really? I'm going to see you another level. And I'm going to bring this level up. Like, because <laughs> something about him when he started acting that way, I'm not going to lie. It brought out manner bully, and I it was, was really difficult for me not to be cool. It was a, it was a, it was a tough, it was a tough day. It was, it was yeah. a tough moment because it was there was a put it this way. I think both of us were going through a lot of okay um, consequences. What are the <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what are the, what are the potential consequences here? Because uh, the, he really, really deserved a smack in the mouth. Yes, uh, at, at that moment, he really, really did. Um, I mean, just. I'll say this, put it this way, people, if you don't get it, he was going to hold our audio hostage until we allowed him to delete content out of our show. 
No, nobody gets to edit our, our the way you view it and listen to it is the way it's done. We don't edit it. Yep. We don't plan it. We don't script it. He wanted to go back and edit out every single time we referred to him as Q out of the show itself. Yes. And then release the content back to us. Well, he's a producer. Ain't, yeah. you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't an editor, bro. And you didn't pay for it. We have sponsors. Yeah. You're not the sponsor. You're not the editor. You don't own the studio. There's, you have no power to do anything except all your job was to do is push button on, push button off. That's it. Yeah. But we gave you credit because you have you you built electronically. You built a phenomenal workspace yeah. uh, for us to be creative, and we love that. And we gave you a a great name because of it. Yeah. It's like calling someone Batman, and at the end of it, they go, "I'm not Batman," and I'm really angry I, i'm like I didn't, I didn't call you robin bro we yeah. even said that right we're like well, yeah. we could have called you this, this this there's a lot of other names uh, yeah. little kid that, that we could have gave you yes and and we gave you a, a anyway not to go on all that but the point is is that um he chose to pick a battle and yeah. i and i think at, at one point in time we were we were battling and then we did i think first you bailed out and then i had to decide do i want to continue this battle or just let him know that's not happening i'm taking it we have it um, there's absolutely zero you're going to do about it, but we are leaving with our, with our stuff intact. Well, um, I think that was the then, point, right? That was that what was we it. were. So in theory, like that, as far as the, the topic is concerned, that's, that's what I think bothered the both of us was, I don't think either one of us had an issue that he had an issue with the nickname. Like we could appreciate that and we'll stop doing it. like, okay, right. like, cool. Right. Right. It was the fact that he picked his battle. He picked that like, no, he no, no, we're going to make this a big deal. And it's like, dude, yep. you could have very easily just said, look, man, I, I know you're all playing. Maybe you thought I was joking, but for real, I don't really like that for whatever reason. And I'd appreciate moving forward. We both would have been like, oh, okay, well, my bad. We really didn't think you had a problem and we would move yeah. on with our day. But the fact that he picked his battle, right. made it this huge thing, now severed our right. working relationship forever. Like I will never like even contemplate working with that kid. Um, no way. And that's an example of picking your battles. And like for me, as I've gotten older, like and married and with kids and stuff, like now, now it's like I'm more of a surgical strike, right? Like I survey the battlefield and I like, okay, is this worth my time or is this not? You know, and, and a lot of things will pop up, and I'm just like, okay, like I'll let that one go. Like uh, yeah. I'm not happy with it, but it's not worth right. creating a fuss. Right. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's whatever, but I can tolerate that. Uh, whatever i'll go you know do something else right. but every now and then one will pop up and it's like okay that's it that's the one i'm picking uh, i'm I'm not gonna let that right. go any further i'm gonna have something to say um and i think that that we're seeing oh my god dude if you watch the news and everything we're seeing so much where people they're picking every battle every time somebody says something or well, does something they're picking it off go ahead no, I was gonna say, well, well, Chris Rock right now, I think chose the perfect way to pick up a battle. Like, I mean, you know, he, like he chose it. He didn't battle then that day where he got slapped by Will, Will Smith. Right. He waited until he oh, got paid about his Netflix to thing? talk about it. <clears throat> yeah, he. Oh, and I haven't we seen said it, it right when it happened. We said, I haven't seen it, but but I've seen oh. the previous. But what I'm saying is, I know he addresses it. So what I'm saying is, you and I both called it. We said, he great that he's staying quiet about it. Don't yeah. say anything, Chris, because we're gonna pay you to hear that. You know, Roseanne <laughs> yeah. Bar did Roseanne Bar did the same thing. We're gonna pay her to now hear about her issues with CBS. We're now gonna pay Chris Rock to hear about what he feels about Will Smith. Brilliant picking battle, by the way. Both yeah. of them are brilliant in the way they did it. They said, I'm not gonna pick a you can go ahead, attack me, fire me, do whatever you gotta do now. Do okay. 
I'm going to go sign a contract <laughs> that pays me then to to respond. You just did that for free. Great. Thank you for the payment because yeah. you just signed a future check for me that I'm going to then I'm going to go back and talk to my team about how many zeros and numbers I can put <laughs> yeah. on that check. And and I think we're uh, some of us are a little bit too impulsive and 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 look I'm I'm one to admit when I'm impulsive that's when when there's more potential regret. I can't even say there's regret because I have a psychological problem that does not allow me to regret. <laughs> but but there's but there's potential regret, right? Like my okay. wife says, yeah. you should regret, right? right? But 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 when I'm not impulsive and I stay kind of quiet, hang back, and be like, and I plan it out a little bit, that's a lot better strike. So I'm either oh, yeah. a shotgun or I'm a sniper. I don't yeah. have that in between. I'm no longer ever an Uzi. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm never an Uzi. I'm never a pistol. Yeah. I'm either a shotgun, like boom, real close up. I don't need to aim. It's just gonna hit all y'all. Y'all need to just shut up, all of y'all. Or, yeah. or I'm gonna hang way far away back, and I'm a sniper. Boop, yep. Boop, boop. And and for those of you that are gun, you know, anti-gun people, I don't mean like real, really. So don't like call the FBI violence. on me. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't mean it like that. It's it's metaphorically. And if you don't understand that as a metaphor, I encourage you to go back to sixth grade and get back into English <laughs> class and learn what metaphors are and, and maybe even some conjunction, junction, what's your function. So you learn how to pass Ooh, a bill. Nice. But if you want to to attack me on something and prevent me from doing something, go make it a law. And then and then you, you get what you want. <clears throat> well, it's funny. <clears throat> I'm actually glad you said the word impulses, because I do think that that's what it is. Right. Like that's what's getting people in trouble. Yeah. Is this this lack of impulse control like we all have impulses i don't know if anybody alive i've struggled with that brother that's, um, that's impulsivity is oh, is man. my biggest struggle the adhd in me by history is the impulse control it's like you know the filter in the mouth brother the filter is like blah, blah, blah. you know what I, in certain areas i i've been a pillar of impulse control but in many other areas yeah, you really are good at it you really are good at it. And, and, but I worked really hard to get that way. Like, but I was never, I never had a problem with impulse control as far as like, uh, uh, I don't know, just certain things, right? I was always able to remain composure. But uh, uh, there was a time in my life when I was younger that for sure uh, that's uh, picking my battles was impulse. Like if, you, if I felt like you were like trying to power up on me or, right. you know, trying to push in any way, shape, or form, if I felt right. that you were trying to threaten my right. power in any way. Right. I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming and you're going to feel every inch of me. Right. Um, but uh, as I've gotten older, I've also gotten better now in those impulses as well. Like, you know, because uh, uh, there's been a few times, even for myself, that I've been like, damn, <laughs> okay, wow. Because there's been times where somebody's done something, gotten aggressive with me, and I managed to be like, all right, whatever, dude. Like, I'm, I'm going to let that one go. Um, but what i've noticed is when i'm not right spiritually right and this is a message moment for people uh when you're not dealing with your spirituality in the in the uh, in an effective way you'll notice that it's a lot harder to control your impulses right like when i haven't taken the time to write myself and kind of stay focused when i'm just i'm caught up in my problems and my issues and my stress those are the moments where I'm a lot more impulsive. Those are the moments where you're more likely to 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 push the wrong button and me letting you know about it. Um, and, and and those are the days I, I strive to get better at, right? But but those those are the days where I'm the most impulsive. Is if right. I've been struggling with some stuff, I'm not dealing with it the right way, I'm overwhelmed or whatever it might be. 
and something will come along and, and I'll, I'll have my uniform back on where I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to pick whatever battle. Like I wish somebody would kind of a moment, you know? Um, and, and hopefully, you know, those moments don't happen, but they, they, they do. Yeah. And, and, and in a relationship, especially uh, people, we gotta be, we gotta just be better at it. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean there, there are, are some of us that, um, I don't know, uh, just harm the person so horribly. You know what I mean? There's just so so many of us that do so much damage to the other person that, that it takes like years or decades of repair. Uh, so I don't want to be that person. I do want to be mindful enough to know, hey, Katie, how you doing? Uh, Katie on Facebook Live just said something. That, you know, that's another way that you could join us, by the way, if you wanted to join us live while we're doing the show. But, um, I mean, that's, a, you know, I think about that stuff. Like, you know, look, I'm in a, I'm in a marriage. What thirty years this year? Thirty years, bro. That's awesome. I mean, human, that's a that's a that's a long time. <laughs> it is a long time, right? So so I take a lot of liberty with that thirty years, and so does she. You know, she knows darn well she can say anything to me. I just look at her like, damn, did you seriously just <laughs> say that? You know, but but I, I allow her a lot of that liberty. Now she claims that she had it like from before but she never said something she was like well if i would have done that before early on i said well if you had done that early on girl you wouldn't have been here still <laughs> first of all you know, what you're allowed to say now 30 years in is very different than what me as a 23 year old would have allowed then and sure. i don't mean allowed as in a parental allowed. i mean as allowed and like like i'm going to continue to be in this situation um and and so i think that it's 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 really uh i don't know it's a blessing to be able to uh, grow old with someone and and see how you 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 change what battles you choose, you change how you battle. You see how each of you have grown up, and you see how they've got some of your traits now. Like Dana has some of my traits. Dana Dana was always very <laughs> innocent, nice, and kind. And and I joke with their family. You know, people they go, "Oh, she's such a sweet." I go, "That, that woman's pure evil. You have no idea <laughs> how evil she can be." Now. I half joke, but what I mean by that is that she has been able to pick up some of the 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 the, the negatives that that I had or have had, and 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 go like, all right, I'm going to use these two. So I think it's kind of cute, to be honest with you, because it's almost like listening to somebody like she didn't know how to curse, like you know, like when you hear somebody curse, oh, fudge sickle that doesn't know how to put the the right words together. Like there's certain words that just fit real good together. Sure. When you're when you're an expert cursor, and and she's not when. When she used to curse, she'd put them all in weird forms. But now, I mean, she puts them a little bit more together. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't even not laugh when I think about it because she's so damn cute when she gets <laughs> vicious. Um, but it only is because we've allowed each other that that time. And because and, and, I think we both picked our battles well all those early years that we got to this point. And I just hope that everybody gets that. Hope everybody gets enough time. With somebody now, what is Katie saying? Uh, Katie said, uh, "I used to not be sarcastic, but I've been married for almost twenty years to my husband, and I can be pretty sarcastic now." Yes, yes, I, I think women get vicious. The, the, oh yeah, guys, guys, guys get weaker because we, <laughs> we, we, we. It's like we've already exposed all of our weapons. You've already seen all our all our artillery. You know where you guys, you know, you acted all sweet, innocent, kind, and all of a sudden now you pull out all oh, and you pull out the machete. You know what I mean? I was like, wait a minute, man! I just had like a little switchblade, and you brought out a machete and stuff. So, it's, but it's cute, man. I like it. Good, good for you, Katie. Get, 
be your sarcastic self. I'm sure sometimes your husband, he wants to be mad at you, but inside he's probably laughing going, what the hell? Because <laughs> I know I am. I, uh, yeah. I, I get mad at her and I may still defend at the moment, but later on, I'm just, and I look at her later in bed and I'll just look at her and say, did you seriously? <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, seriously? She'll look at me and go, yeah. And I'll be like, girl, you're just funny. Seriously, stop. Just stop. Oh, yeah. and, and I just laugh at her because I can't, I can't help it, man. It disarms me so much. It disarms yeah. me so much. But, I mean, but that's the good thing, right? But I, I think that the only way you get to that point, and this is what I'm learning, right? I don't have 30 years of marriage. I mean, I'm, we're working on it. May but, you get there. I hope you yeah, get Yeah, yeah, me too, obviously. And, and I think yeah. that what I have noticed, right, because we have managed to keep it together for, I don't know, we, we're, we're almost together 10 years together, married almost, uh, what, eight or nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I've, I have, I've seen an evolution over the years. It's nowhere near as uh, I don't want to use the word volatile, but it's nowhere near like there's more of a flow to it. Now there's more of the rhythm and you can kind of see it coming. Um, and that's part of picking your battles, right? Like, I think that's how you get there is that's picking you your battles. There. You know, early on uh, uh, the, the, the thing that can prevent you from making it to those double digit years right. is picking every battle. You know, because I guess we're going to go down that route now. Why not with spouses? Right. But there's right. going to be things that, that irritate right. you and, and piss you off. And, and of course, gonna be, they're going to leave something out or they're going to do that. And you're going to be like, what? You know, come on, right. man. If it, if it would have been a stranger that did that, you'd go off and be like, what are you? What the hell's wrong with you? Why would you even, you know, and, and those are the things that you're going to have to look at and, and, and pick your battle. Meaning, is it really worth bringing that to them and putting that in their lap and starting to fight and ruining their whole day because they left, I don't know, like the ketchup out or something, you know? Yeah. Is it annoying that they left the ketchup out? And, and I'm just arbitrarily bringing this up, but is it annoying? Sure. Uh, but is it really like, is it worth like stressing out and then having like a major argument when all you had to do is just put it back? You know? And, and I think for some people in the moment, they might think yes. And that's the problem is in the moment you're like, yeah, it is worth it because you'll put more onto it. And you'll make it think like, well, this means that they don't love me, or that no, yeah, it just means yeah. it just means they forgot to put the stupid ketchup back, dude. Like, let it go. It's no, not a big deal. Go ahead. No, it means it means you you don't respect me, that you don't value <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, it, uh, it, it's it's the insecurity stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's yeah. it's it's the insecurity stuff, but at a different at a different age. It, it, it shows us that at every age we have a level of insecurity, but it yep. changes. So as soon as you have mastered. The insecurities that you that you grew up with and you think, all right, I got I got these under control. You know, I'm no longer insecure about this. <laughs> but what you don't realize is that you develop new insecurities. And so those pop up, those untreated or invisible ones that, you know, in, in early ages, they just weren't as dominant. They just weren't as important. Yeah. They weren't as as is uh is tapped into it wasn't that button that you held out it was your little secret button you had this other button out so everybody pushed that button but then you learned how to hide that button but you didn't realize as you were hiding that button the other button got exposed and now they're hitting that button you're going what <laughs> and, and, and i'm telling and with everybody it's different because like like i'm telling you i got daughters man and da- nobody humbles you like daughters I, if i had sons i would have punched them in the mouth already i swear to god <laughs> like, it, it's funny it's funny because when I hear them, I told I think I said this on one of our shows before. I think it's funny how my daughter can look at me straight in the, in the face and they laugh and joke and they're funny. Like why they're all having fun and they're explaining to their boyfriends and husband that, that of how mom and daddy were as they're growing up. And my daughter can look, you know, Zoe can look at them and be like, oh, yeah, my dad says he wishes he could shoot me in the face. And they say, I'm like, what the, you know, 
There's so many comments I said to you, but I've called you beautiful a million times. I've pumped yeah. you up a million. And all you could tell this dude that, that, that I'm just getting to know right now is that my father said he wishes he could shoot me in the face. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that, but it sounds like something I probably did say, but I, I didn't mean it the way you're saying it. Right. I didn't, you know what I mean? But it, but it's it's funny the way um now they can now uh, 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 be a whole different uh, identifier of what you still have to work on. Because now, and now it's okay. Now I have a different role with you now. I because remember, you you know this very well. Uh, for all of you that don't know, until my kids were eighteen years old, they never heard me curse. That's a dead honest truth. As much as I love to curse, you can ask the kids, you can ask my wife, you can ask anybody around me. My kids did not hear me curse until they were eighteen, and then it was like. Finally, I'm floodgates open. I felt like the F. Yeah, like like I can the, the what is it the whatever you know for the radio. Uh, they're no longer watching me. What I say, I can oh, finally. FCC. Yeah, FCC was no longer on top of me. And when I started, it was like they're looking at me like, "Dang, Dad, you talk like that." You know, I was like, "No, this this is okay." So I edited myself for you. This is my gift. I gave you that gift so you didn't have to get raised with that dude. <laughs> right, no, but, but now, now the house is different now. So when you come visit me, <laughs> but now I gotta adapt to the dad of twenty year olds, and they and and again, they they still are battling. They still have little battles. They still want to make sure their self esteem is good and the, and that they're viewed a certain way, and that 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 I think they're intelligent, and I think they're 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 uh, wise enough to make decisions without me you know, uh, giving so much of an opinion, you know, like even if I, even if I could be helpful, they're like, no, I'll figure it out on my own. You know, one of them is a little bit more than that than the other. And you got to figure that <laughs> out. So, so you're constantly morphing is what I'm noticing Trinity. So, so, so right when I thought I knew what my battles were, they teach me, Oh no, you're not done. Now you got to learn how to pick different battles with different people at different ages at different genders. And it's like, dang, is this is never ending. I really, I really, I look at my father who's 80 something years old, right? He's 83. And I said, I want that level of comfort. <laughs> you, know, you know how when everybody says, you know, the best years of my life when I was in high school. No, they're not. My dad is experiencing the best years of his life. Now, he may not be able to walk and talk the same way he used to and move around the way he used to. But he's got that F you attitude that he just doesn't <laughs> care about nothing right? unless he chooses to care. That, my friends, is freedom. That yeah. is a he just lets the battles come in and he doesn't pick any battles. You can say anything. Nobody just looks at you. He goes, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All of, he doesn't fight about anything. He's like, <laughs> that's awesome. And I love that. And I'm like, I want that. I want that. Cause sure. I still, I still have a little ego that pipes in. I still, I still have a lot of, wait, wait a minute. I'm your father pipe in. I still have a like, wait, I'm your husband. You can't talk like that to me. Pipe in. I still have a little of that, sure. but, I'm still adapting and learning. And I guess that's the lesson I'm, I'm kind of saying is that even at 53 years old, I'm noticing that that all of this stuff that you think you deal with and, and mature through. No, it's just a different maturity age. There's still an 80 <laughs> something year old looking at you like you're you're just a kid. Get off like, my lawn. Yeah. They're still telling me to get off their lawn. I said, I'm 53 years old. Get off your lawn. What do you mean? Get off your lawn. <laughs> yeah. I said, get off my lawn. I'm 80 something. man. Get off my lawn. So you're always that kid, you know sucking on someone else's uh you know water hose outside <laughs> uh, yeah i think um I, I do believe that though that is the moral of the story though right yeah. is what what's said and what's heard and what's interpreted mm -hmm. right is, is much different mm -hmm. i think that's what makes it hard to pick battles 
is because we put so much weight on what comes out of their mouth, right? Like the tone, the words that they were using, their body language. All, we add all these things to it. Yeah. And then we form this narrative and we're not even responding anymore to the person or what was said. Now we're responding to the narrative that we worked up. And that's why we can't, it's so hard for some people to pick battles. Right. And so, you know, which is funny not to get weird about it, but like uh, I talked to my kids about this one time. And when I got really into spirituality, there was a section in the spirituality that kind of made me think of it. And it, it seems silly until you really think about it. And it's like, huh, we get upset sometimes when somebody says something to us. Now, the funny, what I find odd about that is all that you did was you use your vocal cords to bend air a little bit in my direction. That's it. And I'm going to get so mad about that, right? Like sound is coming towards me and I'm so mad because sound comes toward me, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. When we interpret it, we put the weight of the words and the value and the meaning and all these other things at, at its most basic. All it is is sound waves heading in your direction. Mm-hmm. And you could choose to, to analytically look at it and say, Hey, those are sound waves. What did the person mean? You know, and dig into it. Or you could choose to like put weight and meaning and, 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 and you know, your own narrative and all this other stuff. But that's going to make it really hard to pick battles, man. <laughs> you know, and, and so for me, I think that that's something that I have obviously learned as I've gotten older, and I watch my kids struggle with it sometimes, and so I try to teach them because I'll see somebody say like I, I watch. Okay, I, I watch it happen, right? My 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 two youngest ones right now um, fight constantly about stuff. I don't care what it is; they're just they're bickering. Like constantly, I don't mean fight as in like down and dirty, but just bickering, right? They always got to one up each other. They always get the last word. It's just weird little power struggle that happens between the two of them. And I'll hear it in the morning times, like I'm taking them to to school or something, and one of them will say something, and the moment I hear it, I can tell I know where this is going. Then the other one will chime in and, and and attack back, and then that person feels like they were attacked. So then they're gonna they just keep. And it keeps getting more and more intense and more and more harsh. And you can hear their their, their voices change. And you can tell that they're starting to take it serious. And that's typically when I'll chime in, like, whoa, hey, hey, hey. And then I try to address it with both of them, right? Like, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, I think, it, I don't even remember what it was. It was something stupid. It was like a couple mornings ago. Uh, uh, my son is in this phase now where he really cares a lot about what his hair looks like and all this other stuff. Which is funny because he's never cared before. When I say never cared, I'm talking about the kid would wake up and they wear uniforms to school. And sometimes they'll have these days where you can dress up or whatever. My daughter never missed a day to dress up, ever. I don't care what day it was. I'm dressing up as my son. Every single time I gave him the opportunity, now I'm good. I'll just wear the uniform. Never cared. Never brushed his hair, whatever. But now he's getting to the point where he's wanting to style it, whatever. And it means a lot to him. Well, my, my daughter, I don't remember what it was, what started it, but she told him that his hair looked like a wet dog. Well, that did not go over well, right? And I think from her mind, she was meaning just, you know, messy, just like, oh, like a wet dog did this, right? Well, he didn't take it that way. <laughs> he, he, he took it as a major insult. So then he hit her back with something about her face or something like that, like a, a, another personal attack. And then I, I could hear her geared up with another one, and I know he's hyper emotional and he can't get over it the way she can. So that was the moment I stepped in. Once I heard the exchange and I could tell, I was like, okay, hold up. And that's when I 
try to correct the boat. You know, I was like, hey, you know, maybe nobody likes to have their 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 image compared to a wet dog. That's not a nobody's gonna be okay with that. You know, this is why he's upset. And then I told him, you know, hey, buddy, like you got to relax. She, she didn't mean it that way. She was just, you guys got to give each other some grace, you know. Um, but I, those are children. But I see the same thing with adults, right? Like I see adults doing the exact same. Just look at any YouTube video <laughs> or look at any YouTube comment section. Look at any political show. And it's the same thing. People are just, they hear something and what was said is irrelevant. It's what they heard is important. And then they respond to that narrative right. and then they go back. And so I think that that's to me is at the essence of picking your battle. The essence of picking your battle is, are you mad at what you heard or are you mad at what you thought it meant? And if you're mad at what you thought it meant, then you need to reevaluate and, and, and figure out what was actually meant, right. you know, because nine times out of 10, you're not going to be mad at what you heard because it's just, once again, it's just sound vibrations in the air. It's the meaning that we put to those sound vibrations, right? We've all agreed that red, we've all agreed what red means, right? Like red is just a word. It's just, a, it's just sound. But we've collectively agreed that when we say the word red, this is what we're all referring to. It's like a social contract, right? So when you hear certain vo- you know, sound waves coming towards you, you associate certain meaning to it. And then you're going to get upset at what you think that meant. What you thought the tone that was, that's why text messages are horrible sometimes because you're going to read it with whatever tone, even though there is no tone, it's written word, but you're going to read it with the tone. You know, if you're, if you're in a bad mood and you're upset and you're in, and somebody close to you text messages you, you're going to read that text message in whatever mood that you're in. So if you're hyped up, you're going to read that. What do they mean by that? And you're going to respond to what you thought was meant. And then when they get that, they're like, well, what's wrong with them? Why are they being all mean? I didn't. And then it all started. And the only reason why it started is because you guys are responding to what you thought that it meant. And so when you're picking your battles, when you're going through that little mental gymnastics, you got to ask yourself, am I angry right now? Or am I frustrated, hurt, whatever it might be at what I thought was said or what was actually said? Hmm. And, And I think if you can answer that question, that'll go a long way in picking your battles. Agreed. Drop. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to remember that one. There that was kind of long, though. Um, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing down 50 minute mark. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, like I said, I, I just um, I, I think picking your battles is just such an important thing, man. It, which is weird because I heard it all the time as a kid, right? My mom used to drill it in my head. You know, pick your battles, pick your because I I never met a battle I didn't want to pick, right? Like I, I was, as you said, I had my uniform on, I was ready. I don't care who said it. I don't care what was said. I don't care what their status was. We're fighting. You know, we're, we're going to have it out. And so for me, uh, uh, um, picking your battles, I didn't understand it until I got older. When I got older and I started going through things and I, I had people in my life that I cared about that I didn't want to hurt and stuff, that's when I started to realize what picking my battles meant. Right. And I wish I didn't wait that long, if I'm honest. I wish I would have found out earlier. I wish I, it would have sunk in earlier. What about you? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to wish that because I've kind of enjoyed the ride. It's been kind of entertaining, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I've kind of, uh, I'm lucky enough to be at an age where I'm enjoying, um, you know, all of it. Like uh, the battles that I've had have been entertaining, and and because it's all ended up okay, I'm good with it. Um, you know, it's it's one thing when you're young saying I have no regrets, but it's it's it feels so much better to be at this age 
and, and say I don't have them. Now, now, but but here's the thought that I had, uh, you know, actually this this week, I think um, it's going to be interesting if if while when you finally do get that that message that says uh, you're in your last days. When I finally get that message, I'm wondering if my perspective will change that day because I'm all I'm, I'm pretty certain that it will. Um, I mean, I could say a lot of things now that I could believe 100 percent. Uh, but because because I've lived this long and have experienced this kind of life that I've had, um, I know that my mind has changed over and over again. I know that I've 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 morphed and adapted uh, many times. And the guy I am right now is nowhere near the guy that I thought I would be. Uh, the way I think is nowhere near the way I thought I would think. I mean, there's some things that are constant, but there's so many more things about me and about my life that have, that have, that have become very different than what I thought they were get They were going to be. And I enjoy them so much more than if you would have explained it, I would have not never been able to understand how beautiful this is. So I am certain that there's going to come a day where if I'm given the opportunity to reflect prior to dying, that I would be able to go back and finally regret and finally say, I, I wish I would not have done that. I'm, I'm pretty certain that that's going to happen. Um, now, that's not going to change probably how I act today, Trini. Uh, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that it does because I'm hoping that by even having that thought, it was like a, like a not a warning, but like an age thing that said, okay, that's been good for now. But now let's start thinking a little bit differently because you're going into a different stage of life. Um, and so maybe that's why I was given that little thought. In, in and so I'm going to I'm going to marinate that little thought a little bit more. And maybe I'm going to go from a, being a guy that's, you know, been on the air for 24 years saying I have no regrets to being a guy that says, you know, I'm full of regrets. And these are what they are. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but what I do know is when it comes to picking battles, I've always been a person that's battled. Um, and sometimes very needlessly, uh, sometimes for, for no reason at all, but other than just to, just to not let you win, just not feel like, a, like I lost. Nope. Um, I'm a very competitive person. And, and, and so that level of competition sometimes bleeds into just a conversation. That's it. And, and I don't want it to be, you know, if I, if, if I, if I would speak on it, I would say, I don't want it to be, but sometimes what you want and how you live are two different things. Yeah. And so I'm just going to have to listen to those that are around me, that are honest with me, that are open with me, that, that, that tell me how life really is when I'm not seeing it clearly um, and just listen. And I think that's one of the biggest things about, you know, if, if we talked about this topic and, and you think you have it all figured out how you are, when you are, you know, I'm going to say probably not because there's still a level that if I would just say, Hey babe, we talked about pick your battles today and I just want you to speak about how you feel. I, I approach battles. A lot of what she's going to say is probably going to make me laugh, but there's probably going to be some things there that I don't agree with yet. That's her. That's the truth. And I'm not going to say that's her truth. You know, I know we, we get to this place. That's my truth. And that's her. Truth. No, there's just truth. There's just truth. And sometimes we just don't want to see the truth. And so, um, that 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 just is interesting to me that, yeah. that that still 
no matter what age we are, no matter how mature we are, no matter how intelligent we are, no matter how well we talk about all these subjects that we talk about on Dharma Time, The Couch Live, uh, We the Middle, that as, as we experience more and as we listen more, we adapt. But if we just simply talk all the time and we never listen and we never pause and we never put ourselves on record, and instead we're just on pause waiting to play, 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 then you're never going to, well, I, I feel, I'm never going to get to where I fully feel where I want to be in those last moments. And that those, those last moments come to everyone. So we're not going to escape that. So I, I'm not trying to get da- driving dreary. I just know that so many of us don't get those last moments and some of us do, you know what I mean? In, in, in both you and I, in these last couple of years, we had some health scares or, we, you know, we felt like, yeah. are these, these last moments, you know? So, so <laughs> yeah. it, it, it brings some perspective changes. I don't know. I'm sure you got them just like I got them where it says, all right, but then you all of a sudden you get healthy again and then you like you forget again. You know what I mean? Like I'm back to eating potato chips in my bed again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it can only last so long unless you choose it to 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 kind of become part of of your life. And the psychological stuff is no different. So it's not just physical stuff, people. You know how hard it is to, to break a habit or to start exercising or to start eating well. It's even more hard to, to psychologically start behaving differently psychologically or philosophically. That's even harder. Oh, yeah. You know, so so the physical stuff is easier than the psychological stuff. If that gives you any kind of indication of how hard it really is. But but it's so very vital. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree anymore. Um, I'm going to use that as your wrap up because I know we're running out of time. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so, uh, well, before I get to my wrap up, once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, as always. Uh, appreciate you can't do this without you um by all means if you think uh people can get value from what we're saying or doing share it like it subscribe that kind of stuff uh, it does come in handy helps the algorithms makes people think that what we're saying people want to hear um so yeah i, I guess I, i'd say for me my final comments would be uh so picking your battles isn't just a cool thing to say it's not just a a cliche and as him and I've said numerous times, things don't become cliches because they're old and worn. No, they're true, right? There's something to it. And if you talk to most people who are older than you and wiser than you and have a different scenario and you ask them about picking their battles, I guarantee the majority of them, if not all of them, are going to tell you it's important because they've learned it in hindsight. They've learned it as they live life that some things, some battles just don't need to be fought. Some things are just, hey, man, it's okay. And as we would say in the spiritual world, um, accept things as they are, not as you want them to be. We have this idea in our head of what should be, and then we we base everything around that. And if it doesn't fit within that, this should be, it's, it's negative, it's bad, and now I need to fight it. And that's what I meant earlier by saying, are you mad at what was said, or are you mad at what you thought was said? And so I think that's where we need uh, to put our effort and our work in, is figuring out what battles are meant to be fought and which ones are meant to be just accepted so anyways uh, i think that's all i got for today appreciate you guys um you can follow him at the dope doctor me at the dharma guy um if you want to see what we're doing what we're up to and uh, i think that's all i got so appreciate y'all now that you know better do better peace